Hello and welcome to Fresh Dialogues. I'm Alison Van Diggelen. I've been thinking a lot this week about the untimely deaths by suicide of the beloved Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. My latest report for the BBC's Health Check could not be more timely. I was asked to explore one of the unexpected places vulnerable people can go to get help. I also talked to a suicide prevention expert who gives advice on helping a loved one you're concerned about or getting help yourself. In the United States, you can find out more by calling 1-800-273-8255 or search online for suicide prevention. Here's the BBC's Claudia Hammond. Now, in many parts of the world, men feel reluctant to seek help for their mental health. So in Silicon Valley in California, there's a barbershop that's become a safe space for men to talk about the more private things in life while they have a haircut. For Health Check, Alison Van Diggelen has been to a barbershop to see how it's done. Here in downtown San Jose, Crooner's Barbershop is a popular place for men to shed some hair as well as some of their troubles. Oh, the point too, that's right. The owner, Dan Dixon, is dapperly dressed in burgundy shirt, black waistcoat and white tie. He's a warm and friendly chap who sees his regulars about once a month. Dixon and his barbers have become confidants to many men. Their clients share a lot if they're planning to leave their spouses, when there's a death in the family and more. There are people who have felt that this is kind of their place, their sanctuary to unload a lot of their intimate feelings. Gentlemen who wanted to go through a sex change confided that in me prior to even mentioning it to his family. And so these individuals can trust us that it's not going to you know, go any further than the chair. Dixon's Barbershop is a safe place to talk for anyone at all. It's not just a cut. It's more of a confessional. And what's funny right now is that Alex is currently cutting the hair of one of our Catholic priests we have here in downtown San Jose. <laughs> so Alex is currently giving his confessional right now to his but priest. All is good. How's your chess game? Uh, sharp as always. <laughs> That's right, Bobby Fisher. Yeah. I try to lend at least a little bit of my background and what I've gone through in my life and I try to be you know the open ear and the soft-spoken one and lend what I've gone through in the past. I talked to James Urson, one of Dixon's longtime clients. Have you shared intimate stuff about your life, your family? Of course and he has too. When you live in such a competitive atmosphere of the Silicon Valley, you run into the same problems high cost of living, job opportunities. So I like to run things by him. You have to be honest with them. They're holding scissors next to your neck. <laughs> so you want to be honest with them. And part of that is just goes back to trust. Sometimes just talking out my problems to him, he doesn't even need to respond. Just being able to talk out these problems, I could usually answer them myself. Barber it's an amazing profession. It's not just about cutting hair, though, and I think you realize that, and Dan certainly realizes that, too. Barbershops have been the focus of other health interventions, both mental and physical, particularly in hard-to-reach groups who might not otherwise visit their doctor. Megal Lian manages public health efforts to prevent suicide across Silicon Valley. From what we know about middle-aged men and their attitudes around mental health, they have a much lower chance of reaching out to a mental health professional for support. And so it's really about 
going to where men are at in the first place and relying on existing relationships that they might have. Lian's team aims to help vulnerable groups. They've reached middle-aged men via targeted public service announcements on sports radio, and they reach teenagers at school. And it's not just the mental health professionals in the schools, but the teachers,、um, the coaches, even down to the bus drivers and the janitors, ideally would all be trained in recognizing the warning signs and speaking to somebody who might be thinking about suicide. Lian recommends talking directly to people you're concerned about and using the word suicide and not vague phrases like harming yourself. Research shows that if you're able to breach the topic of suicide with somebody genuinely and empathetically, that actually helps to lower people's anxiety around the topic and open up to you、um, and talk about what's going on with them. She points out that warning signs aren't always verbal. They might be behavioral, like stockpiling pills or dangerous weapons, or they could be physical, even like stomach aches or headaches or chronic pain that can't be explained. We would recommend taking them to a therapist or a licensed professional.、Um, if that's not really an option, another way of doing it is to sit with your loved one. Maybe dialing the number for the suicide and crisis hotline that's available locally, and supporting them while they make that call. And then, kind of less ideal, but still an option, is to provide that person with the mental health resources, and then get their sort of good faith commitment that they are going to seek help at a later date. She emphasizes that the media has an important role to play to avoid sensationalizing suicide and to help lift its stigma. If you think about it, the word "commit" really makes people think about committing a crime or committing a sin, and we really want to try and get away from this idea that suicide is either a crime or a sin to help and address and lift that stigma around suicide and mental health. We prefer the language that someone died by suicide. It's a, it's a trimmer, so it's just for the outside of there. Back in the barber shop, I asked Dan Dixon if he'd embrace a suicide awareness and prevention program. I know that it would work for me and my staff. It would. A lot of times, barber shops in the U.S. are more along the lines of of a pub, a clubhouse type of setting. Where it's more about the masculine camaraderie,、um, I can only speak that my staff here, myself, we would, we would be open to that, as would maybe、uh, a few others that we have in mind. I'm not sure if it, collectively it would work across the board here. I'd be willing to give it a shot, though, for sure. So you're satisfied with your cut, sir? So far, she's doing very, very well. I come to Kelly all the time.